It's a bit of an irony for somebody who runs a business on social media, who actually used social media to set themselves free from the nine to five, which is what I did, that have a really complicated relationship with it. And here's a few thoughts on it. Hey, this is Richard, and welcome to the Pandemic Startup. There's no getting away from social media at the moment, is there? And um, I don't think there ever will be. I, I've had a quite a compliment, complicated relationship with social media. In fact, if I was on Facebook, which I'm not, that would be my relationship status with social media. It would say it's complicated. Um, I've, I've had, I've had, blimey, I've had all the used all the platforms. I think over recent years, I've dabbled with Pinterest. I've been on Twitter a lot, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, particularly. Not really ever Snapchat or TikTok, to be honest. Those are for the kids, although I've seen them and played with them. But certainly the main ones I've I've been on and I've used. Um, and what really started to change things with social media for me is I, I read the book Deep Work by Cal Newport. Um, and Cal Newport, for, for those of you who don't know, is a professor at, I want to say Princeton, but it might be Stanford. I can't remember now. It's one of the big American universities. He's a professor of computer science. He's in his 30s, uh, early 40s tops never had a social media account he blogs he uses computers but he's never seen the need for social media and sees it as a as a time drain something that would detract from his life rather than add to his life so deep work is all about needing to focus on um, meaningful work in your life and I, I think that's probably a topic for another day however what it got me to do is to think that like him social media is a big big distraction um, and I ended up certainly it must have been back in 2016 in the wake of the uh, Brexit debacle and the Trump election and the cold Cambridge Analytica data thing. I deleted all of them. I kept LinkedIn. I've always sort of needed LinkedIn for work, even before doing what I do now. But Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, deleted them all. I came off them all. Um, and then bit by bit, they sort of wormed their way back in. I read another of Cal Newport's books called Digital Minimalism, which is... It's kind of a follow-up, I suppose, to deep work in that it, he he has a community of people that have come around this idea who've learned to hack social media for their own purposes. So to say, yes, some of us need to use the digital world. There's a, there is good to be had in having social media accounts of some sort. Some of us need it for work. Some of us absolutely need it for our personal lives. But digital minimalism is more about hacking that for your own use and making it work for you not you working for them and the reason i say it like that is this is that it's it's been said i can't remember who said it but it's very true that on these platforms if you're not paying for the product you aren't the client you're the product and these services are all about your data and we've seen with facebook particularly just how fast and loose they're prepared to play it with your data and what they're prepared to do to get your data and the sorts of people that allow on those platforms to have more people on the platform. Because the truth is, they want your eyes on this platform. There's a, there's a series on Netflix or a program on Netflix, um, the name of which escapes me, and I should have looked up, but that's how crap at research I am for podcasts, or reflects the fact I don't do research for these podcasts, to be perfectly honest. I just have a topic and start talking. But there's an excellent... Um, it's a sort of a film, a sort of a dramatisation, showing you how your data is used and how social media platforms are designed to keep your eyes on them for as much as they possibly can. So 
I left Facebook. It crept its way back in, but basically what I found was that I I'd, I'd thought I needed to use it because there were a couple of local clubs and societies I was a member of. But when I saw some of the things that were being posted on it by members of those societies, their own political views and stuff, I thought, I don't have a need for this. Every time I go on there, I'm losing half an hour. It's gone. Instagram was all vanity posting and the, the, like you post a photograph and people you've never heard of are liking it just because they want you to go and look at their account, look at their pictures and their um, fake polished lifestyle and all this sort of crap. So I don't need that either. So Instagram and, and Facebook have, have now gone and gone forever. But this last year I've used Twitter an awful lot. Um, and Twitter's been pretty good, actually. Um, I began to use it. I mean, I had an account anyway. I'd, I'd started up an account about September before last. I started to use it a lot in the lockdown, really, to keep up with the news. Um, but then started to connect with a community of like-minded people, mostly in the UK, all of whom were going through the same sort of stuff and kind of gathered around the same topics to chat. And it's got quite good actually I, I used to use um, chat forums back when they were more popular around certain topics um, certain out outdoor sports and things like that and some faith-based ones where you would go in and check who's been online and, and comment on posts that they've put on and you start to build a little community around that and it, and it became a little bit like that so it was part current affairs and news and things I find interesting and people I find interesting and part actually a group of friends some people I'd never met, people I would say are actually quite good friends because you learn a lot about people, um, even though you've never met them on social media. It's very, very strange. But there's a, there are some slightly darker sides to Twitter. One of them is that uh, Twitter, as do some other platforms, Twitter allows anonymous accounts. Facebook's a little bit better on in that regard, but Twitter you can be anonymous. You can have a completely different name, you don't have to have your photo on there or post anything about truthfully about your life and you can have an account which leads to some pretty vile trolling of people some pretty vile um what used to be called poison pen letters people commenting on other platforms about people on twitter but doing it anonymously and getting really rather nasty i think i've mentioned as well the practice that it seems to be exclusively men doing it to women but completely without solicitation sending them indecent pictures into their direct messages and, and some of some of the abuse that women put up with on twitter is is absolutely awful so there's that side of it which you can sort of you know you can block the idiots and you can mute certain terms so you don't see um, threads and posts with those words in and that, that, that kind of works but there's still an awful lot of noise on there it, it's a very fast platform the opinions have got a very short half-life on twitter and so you can you can click on there for, for what you intend to be five minutes between jobs and before you know it, half an hour to an hour have gone. And at the moment, that's a distraction that I don't need in my life. Um, but because of the friends I've got on there, I can't get rid of it or I don't want to, I think, get rid of it altogether. So what I'm doing is this. There's a something recommended in Digital Minimalism, which is the digital detox or, or a prolonged, not, not like a weekend away, but saying for several weeks, I will not use any um, voluntary social media. So I need to use LinkedIn for my work. I have to, I can't not use LinkedIn for a month. But Twitter, at least for a week or two, I'm going to give it a break. 
and I've let friends on there know that I won't be around. It, I just I need the headspace away from it. It's um, it's interesting that it doesn't matter what circumstances in life people seem to be. They're always wishing for the opposite. So I see an awful lot of people who live alone, who spend a long time living alone, who are actually very lonely. Loneliness is it's a killer. It's it's not great, and, and they, they are alone, and they're lonely. And then there are people like me who've been stuck in a house with the same five people for months who probably look and think, well, a, a little bit of alone time would be great. And they probably look at family life and think, it'd be lovely to live with five other people. And <laughs> you have to be thankful for what you have, I guess, and not look at what other people have and wish you had that, because you've got to be careful what you're wishing for, of course. I wouldn't wish loneliness upon anybody in a... You know, I wouldn't wish living in a chaotic and abusive multi-person household on, on anybody, but I, I've got it pretty good, really. So, uh, But there's elements of that, that it does make you sort of look and think that everybody's got it better off than you have. And Twitter's probably just as bad as that as, as any other platform. So engineered as it is to keep your eyes on the platform and hard though it, as it is to, to really trim your feed to just the things that you want to be seeing I'm, I'm having a little bit of time away for a few weeks and, and we'll see how we get on I've, I've no doubt I'll be back I've got too many people there that I like being in touch with um, yeah, probably a small handful a couple of dozen something like that but to spend a bit of time away really thinking through how to use it and also although I have to use LinkedIn thinking through how to use that as well because I don't tend to get sucked into the feed into the posts and the comments I tend to use it to to reach out to find the people I need to to reach out to to find and connect and that's that so I've got LinkedIn fairly well hacked but Twitter seems to be the one that sucks me in and Facebook and Instagram are gone never to return and honestly, I think if there are other platforms, there's um, is it Clubhouse that's just started the one that's sort of an audio platform, um, which is in beta testing at the minute. Not sure I see a use for that, to be quite honest. And I'm going to be very careful and intentional about any other things like that that I let in my life because I'm busy. I've got a business to run. I've got a family here. There's just about enough hours in the day for what I've got to do. I don't need other distractions. So as far as social media goes, LinkedIn got it sorted twitter i'm away for a bit i'll probably be back instagram facebook gone snapchat never used it tiktok never used it clubhouse not sure i'm going to use it um, and, and that's where it is my complicated relationship with social media so i will catch you next time and in the meantime have a great day cheers